Hi gorgeous, welcome to Fitness and Mimosas, a podcast of girlfriends from around the world who lift up each other, celebrate each other, and embrace our own definition of beautiful. So let's go ahead and put down our kettlebells, slide into a pair of sexy slitters, and have a great time. Welcome to the party! <laughs> hey beautifuls, welcome to this episode of Fitness and Mimosas. Today, I have our gorgeous sister friend, Ginger, join us. She's a team leader at the Single Woman Suite and, okay, drum roll, and is it 23 or 24 days, Ginger, from nursing school? I don't even know. It's so bad. I think it's 23. I'm super excited. <laughs> and in 23 days, she is graduating. So, whoop, 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 glad to champagne to that. I love it, love yes. it, love it. <laughs> What I love about Ginger, I know you can already tell from her laugh, but she has this gorgeous personality. Like, you can hear it from her phone. Her, she just, like, radiates with this joy and God's love. And it's definitely something I wanted to share with, share with the rest of you ladies. And on her Facebook wall, she has this post um, that I thought would be just a perfect way to just introduce her. And it says, integrity is what you do behind closed doors. You think nobody's watching. I always heard this growing up, but in this day and age of social media and people losing position and statuses over past instances coming to light, I especially see the importance of having solid character. No point in reaching heights if your character can't sustain it there. And never go wrong working on investing in yourself. Gorgeous, gorgeous quote. So welcome to the show, Ginger. I'm so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, love it. Um, So about this, like, your essence just being so peaceful and joyful, what is the secret to that? Like, how are you so, I mean, just use the word positive, they just radiate this light. How are you able to do that? (laughs) Um, It's definitely a struggle. I'm not going to lie. Well, not, not always a struggle. But, you know, some days you have to fight more than others to stay positive. But, um, I just, well, first off, me personally, when it comes to negativity and, and anger and all these negative emotions, I cannot harbor them. I just, I don't know what it is, but like, I cannot stay mad. I can't stay angry. Like the way my heart is set up, <laughs> that's too heavy a load for me to carry. So that's part of it. Yeah. But the other side of it is I really take, a, I spend a lot of time, like every day, just um, pouring into myself and surrounding myself with the right people and spending time with God, of course, like the main thing. But um, I, a couple of years ago, I intentionally made my Instagram and my social media just a place of positivity. So whereas everybody's always like, oh, all I see is posts about drama and, and the news and blah, blah, blah. Like I was so intentional to go out and find positive people who are like making an impact with their lives and um, game being game changers and anything that's quotes and like girl boss type stuff. Follow, follow, yeah. follow, friend, friend, friend. <laughs> so yeah. um, I'm very careful about, um, I try to be careful about what I surround myself with because my mom always told me like garbage in, garbage out. So mm. don't want that. <laughs> yeah. What, like what, what were some things that you did to establish your routine? Like some self-care things that you built at your community, you made it a positive place, which 
I think it's wonderful because you're right, social media can be overwhelming, but the beauty in that is that we could design our own circle. So what are some like other things that you did as part of your routine to stay so grounded? It's so funny that you say routine right now because since I'm so close to graduation, I'm like, what is a routine? Like I need a new one. Like I'm just <laughs> I need to hit the reset button on life right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um let's see. Well, my story of transformation really began last year for me because I went through a tough breakup and that kind of um, forced me to do different and do better because I've always kind of been this like boy crazy girl since I was like in, I don't even know, like kindergarten. I was like, oh, I got a crush on this boy and that boy and this boy. And, and then as I grew up, I just like always like love that. Well, not that loving attention is a bad thing, but I love yeah. attention in in, a, in the wrong way from guys. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, like I had to prove myself and, and I always needed to be talking to someone. Um, and so after I went through my breakup last, last year, yeah, last year, I was like, I got to do something different. And that kind of is what propelled me into um, really just loving myself and, and spending time on my own and getting to know who is Ginger and, and what does she want to do with her life and and what makes her happy and and those type of things and along with that I think came well fitness on another level because I've actually played basketball since fourth grade I played oh, for my gorgeous. <laughs> yes always played sports um, basketball is my main sport because I played that in college but um I also grew up running track and playing soccer so I always was active. But when I got to college, I realized, like, hey, like, after this, you're not going to be on a team anymore, and you got to find a way to get it moving and grooving on your own. <laughs> so yeah. I I really got into the gym, um, and that helped so much. Like, I was going – I'm kind of slacking right now, but I'm getting back on it. <laughs> but um, like last year <laughs> – Well, you're about to I graduate. Was, you get a pass. I remember what that was like. Thank you. <laughs> you're about to graduate. <laughs> It is rough. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yes, I get it. We're, we're almost there and I'm still trying. I went to the gym yesterday and I went today. So I'm like, that's good. This is good progress because I was yeah, a few months around. <laughs> but we're getting back on routine. But yeah, like last year, I would start every day like in the gym. I would go to like two classes back to back. I am a big advocate of group fitness. Because you just show up and they tell you what to do. You don't gotta plan. You don't gotta overthink your workout. Yeah. <laughs> you just show up yeah. and, and have fun and meet people. Yeah. So I I definitely advocate for moving. However it is, whatever you want to do, group fitness or or not, or you want to lift weights, or you want to go hiking, or you want to whatever. Like I think that is such a big part of. Um, feeling good because you really do feel that I I know for a fact there's a big difference in when I'm like sitting in bed all day doing nothing mm-hmm. and when I've like gone out and I, I worked out and then because I worked out I want to eat better because I just worked out too hard to be eating McDonald's so I worked out and then I want to eat better and then you know I'm looking in the mirror and I'm seeing the results but it's just like a domino effect so yeah I think those are definitely some of the key elements. And then I mentioned, like, my social media. So eating good, working out, um, making social media a positive place 
especially in this day and age where we always want to compare and and like I mentioned before, like it can be a very negative place sometimes. So reversing that. Um, and then I think a big aspect of self-love for me is just spending that time with the Lord because we are the created. He's the creator. And if you want to know about the creation, you got to go to the creator. And we're made in his image. So that's a big component of self-love for me because at the end of the day, no matter what's going on, no matter what anybody says, all that really matters is what he says about me. And that's what I have to hold on to at the end of the day um, in, amongst everything else. So I think those are some of my key things. I love that. And it's like, and it's so funny because on social media, like, you know, a comment's a comment, you know, a post, a post, post, you know, it's what other people are sort of like, I'm like, this is what other issues they're bringing to your plate. But the fact that you're able to filter that out, it really says a lot about you because it's so easy to take that on even when we know we shouldn't. You know? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I also have to shout out Breathe University. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just how we connected because um, yes. Breathe University has just connected me with so many awesome people like yourself and I don't think my social media could be a negative place if I tried with all my BU family. Like everybody <laughs> is just, everybody is always posting about what they're doing in their community yes. and how they're getting in the gym and how they're they're moving along in their careers and they're building their own businesses and it's like nonstop, twenty four seven and and then just the people like, oh my gosh, yeah, I have to definitely shout it's- out Breeze University. It's like a family. Like, I remember going to the first meet, or let's see, when was, I think it was like a year from, I must have been a year ago today, maybe it was two years ago, but today, but the first meetup, and I walked into this room, right? I hadn't ever met some of these people before, and I remember Rochelle being like, well, where are you going after this before the event? If you need a place, just stay at my house. So, like, that's what I love, it's just the openness, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> I know EP, Eric Thomas, spoke in um, Miami a couple months ago, and Crystal May reached out to me like, hey, I got an extra ticket. Do you want to come? And I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how awesome is that? But I couldn't go. Yeah. But I was just like, what? Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, it's a total blessing to be dealing with that kind of people and people like yourself for sure. Well, same to you, beautiful. Like, you guys can hear her joy. I just I just love it. So you mentioned, like, earlier how you learned to be by yourself, transitioning from being with someone else to being by yourself. How did you – were you able to do that? Like, was you, would you say it was easy? I'm like, okay, I'm going to take myself out on dates now? Or was it sort of a learning curve to be like, okay, this is me. I'm going to pour into myself. This is where I am right now. Um, I say it – it was somewhere in the middle because all my life, pretty much until up, up until recently, I never really had like a click growing up. I was kind of just that girl that like I got along with everybody. I stayed out of the drama. I was always clueless. Like people would be like, yeah, someone started going out. And I'm like, what? Really? Like I just, I never knew what was going on. But I was always, I always needed a point to be on good terms with everyone. So I I didn't have like that attachment to a friend group, which is it has its pros and its cons because um, I'm the oldest out of four, 
And so okay. I see my siblings now in high school and in college, and I see them, like, hanging out with their friends and, like, going out. And I'm like, I didn't do that in high school. But <laughs> I'm, I'm so <laughs> – I'm happy for them that they have those kinds of friendships because I, I didn't have that in high school. Um, but at the same time, it, I was always very comfortable being mm. by myself. Um, yeah. Let's, and, and now that I have, like, amazing girlfriends, I'm super appreciative of them because of all the years that I didn't necessarily have that friendship. But, um, yeah, so transitioning to being with myself, I just knew that I couldn't keep jumping into relationships and, like, I don't, like, I think they call it serial dating. <laughs> Where you, like, go from relationship to relationship to relationship and you don't really take that time in between to, like, do damage control, which I think ah. is super important. And so yeah. I... I realized that I needed to do damage control because I had had two serious relationships and they both kind of ended the same and the heartbreak is never fun. So I was like, all right, um, what do I have to do different? And I know, I knew that a bunch of girls from school were reading The Weight by um, Megan Good and Devon Franklin. So I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, I'm going to check book. this book out too. Yeah, I really liked it too. And that was so important. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, Instead of jumping into a relationship and making the same mistakes and doing the same thing over, I'm going to pause and, like, figure out how this is supposed to look. Like, like back to basics. Like, what is I, – when I, I, I just realized that, like, there's a way that things are supposed to be. Like, purpose is such a, a core thing for me. Because God is a God of order. Like, he literally wastes nothing, and he had a design for everything when he created. So I'm always thinking, like, how is this supposed to be? And I, I think it's so important. So I did that with relationships. Like, what is a godly relationship supposed to be? And, like, what's a husband? And what's a wife? And, like, this whole sex thing, like, what's the truth with that? And so I just became, like, a student of relationships for a while on top of just spending, like, um time with God on my own like I really went through a period of isolation um Mm -hmm. where I was on campus at school in my room alone um just on YouTube watching sermons or or reading the word or, or reading a book and I was just I was kind of like hidden just spending time with God and like rebuilding myself um I love it yeah so that was super super important for I guess who I am now, because I've always been a bubbly, happy, happy person, but it's like yeah. there's another level to it now, for sure. I love that. So what, like, when you were studying these different relationships, what did you find in your study? Like, what makes, what are the elements of a perfect relationship? What does it feel like? What What does it look like? Well, I don't know what it feels like yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that, um, like, at the core of a, a godly, solid marriage is purpose. And not that you have to have your purpose, like, all the way figured out, but um, I think it's so important to start digging into what is my purpose, why you're alone, why you're single, why you don't have, why, why you don't have bae just yet, to start digging into that on your own. And, and um, purpose I'm going to talk about, like, it's a place. Like, there is so much fulfillment and enjoy there. And 
honestly, when you're walking in purpose, you'll have moments where it's like, oh, I, I, God is so good. Like, I don't need anybody else right now. Like, I'm just on cloud nine. Like, whether this man comes into my life or not, I am good. Like, because God is just blessing me. Like, it's such an awesome place to be when you're in purpose. But um, that's a major element I think that we kind of miss out on because we get so caught up in the distractions of today and, like, just, I don't know, like, I don't want to say that we're robots, but it's like you go through school and you finish school and you get a job and then you're just working, working, working until you're retired. And hopefully there's like some happy things in between, some birthdays and and weddings and like, but like, I, I feel like there's so much more. So, um, yeah, definitely dig into your purpose because you asked like, what is a healthy relationship or marriage look like? And I think that a big key to that to a healthy relationship is being partners in purpose and you know like you can't be partners in purpose if you don't know what your purpose is or where you're going with your life yeah oh my goodness (laughs) that's that's a diamond right there oh partners in purpose that is a diamond (laughs) that is a diamond what do you love the most about being single um being free (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely want to be somebody's wife one day, and I cannot wait to have babies. But I'm like, right now, like I can go and come as I please, and I can sleep all day if I want. <laughs> and um, now that I'm like finishing up school, I'm just like, all I want to do is travel. Like that's oh my all God. I want. Yeah, and so good. yeah, and uh, before you mentioned like taking yourself out on dates, and I I did that mm-hmm. for the first time a couple months ago and it was not terrible at all like (laughs) (laughs) you get weird looks from people sometimes but it's sort of fun (laughs) yeah I was just like oh I don't know how it's supposed to be like Uh I will see because I'm like I sometimes I'll like get food by myself but I'll like eat in my car (laughs) like where nobody (laughs) can see me but like no this time I actually went to the restaurant and I requested a seat by the window and it was, um, I don't even know what it's called, like crawfish, like the Louisiana boil. I'm in New uh-huh. York, so <laughs> yeah, I found a restaurant that has that salad cooking, and it was my first time having that, and uh, I had to wear the gloves, because that's a whole ordeal to eat that kind of, that, I don't even know what it's called, Louisiana boil, like that. Oh, girl, that I don't, yeah, I, I know, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 they give you, you a bed and gloves and everything. <laughs> So I couldn't even, like, be antisocial on my phone, even though it's kind yeah. of weird to use antisocial because I was by myself. But, yeah, like, I was there enjoying good food and just looking out the window, and I was just happy. Like, it's just such a beautiful thing to be comfortable in your own skin. And, like, oh, oh I hope God. that I could wish – I just wish that everybody could experience that at least once in your life. And then I feel like once you experience it, you got to experience it again. And then you know when you yeah. don't feel that way that kind of becomes like your center, yeah. like that's your standard. And when life kind of gets off track, you know what to correct it back to. So I think that's another yeah. benefit of the single season. And I heard somebody say, I don't know who said this, but they said like the single season is a time to explore like what, what do you like and what makes you happy? Because then yeah. when you get into a relationship or you have a family, you'll know like, you'll be able to tell your spouse, 
your kids or whatever, like, hey, like, mom just needs a moment. And then you'll know what to do to, like, get right with yourself again, whether that's, like, go out and eat some ice cream or, like, go to your favorite park because you took that time to explore yourself in your single season. Even though I must add, like, purpose and self-love, self-love is definitely a lifelong process for sure. Like, there's levels to this. (laughs) And purpose, um, purpose can change, too, as well, like, depending on what season of life you're in. So these are just lifelong things, but I definitely think the sooner you start, the better. No, I I completely agree, and and I think like, as women, like you're right, like you can get sort of lost taking care of the kids, and sometimes I think maybe we weren't born to get, maybe we weren't you know born to give, 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 but we were born to glow, you know, because we empty ourselves out. So I wish just wish there was a way to just rectify it more. We're like it's okay to focus on you and take care of you. Because that taking care of you is service to others. So I love, you know, I love Yeah, I forgot the that. exact saying, but it's like, you can't pour from an empty, I don't know what it is. Let's say cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. Like, yeah. You got to have something to give. Yeah, you I have totally to. I agree with you. It's so okay to love yourself and take a moment because when you're burnt out and cranky and hangry and all these other <laughs> words, like, you are not your best self, so definitely right. important to take that time. I, oh, my goodness, I love this so much. Now, I know <laughs> that you lead a group called the Single Woman Suite. What is the Single Woman Suite? Yay! I'm so happy to talk about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I said, social media was, like, a big thing for me, probably because of my age, too. Like, I, I'm a millennial, so, like, social media is, like, central to my life. I actually um tracked how many hours I spent on my phone and it was so embarrassing and most of that time was on Instagram. <laughs> so, okay, girl. I think it's probably all of them. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. Because it was it was bad. But um like I said, I followed a whole bunch of like positive pages about like entrepreneurship and um relationships God's way and like anything encouraging celibacy. Um what else? And just like positive stuff. So I came across this page. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called, the handle is um, at Dewana Loves Purity, and it's ran by Dewana Harvey. Oh. And I love her page. Like it's all about just trusting God and like knowing that your time is coming and knowing that one day you're gonna have that quote unquote relationship goals too. Um, so I followed this page, and one day I saw on the story, Dewana had posted like hey, like, come join us on Facebook and the Single Woman Suite. And I was like, what? Like, I love Facebook. Like, let me check this out. (laughs) So I I joined this group. And at the time, I don't know how many women were in it. Maybe, like, somewhere, definitely under 2,000. So Mm. it's that. I don't even know if it was that big yet. So I joined this group. And it's such a beautiful place. Like, it's people, women from all over the world, um, of all ages, all types of backgrounds, all different stories, are here in this Facebook community, um, posting and, and sharing, and um, it's everything from like, hey, I need advice on this, or like, hey, I'm having a hard time dealing with this situation, or like, I'm learning how to love myself, or I just read this um, great scripture, or I, I saw this like positive thing, and I wanted to share it with you guys. And then there was like motivational Mondays and wife and preparation Wednesday and um, like all these little different days. And I was like, this is so awesome that we could have all these different women like 
just being transparent and honest and open and, and growing and flourishing. Like, I love it. So a couple weeks later, Luana, the founder of the Single Woman Suite, posted and she was like, hey, if you want to lead a single woman suite in your area, like, let me know. And so mm-hmm. I had been going through my single season for a couple of months now, and I knew that I have a heart for entrepreneurship, and I definitely have a heart for women, for sure. So I was, and I when I would pray to God, I would say, God, either give me my own business or get me with somebody who has their own business that lines up with my values, and I would definitely support that, either one. And I felt like the single woman suite definitely aligned with my values. So I was like, yeah, like, let me see what this is about, leading and stuff. So I hop on this conference call, and it was just like, yeah, so this is a single woman suite. This is how the meetings are set up. Like, so when is your first meeting? Ah, there's no, like, background check or, like, you need to see your resume. I was like, oh, we're in there like that? So I was like, okay, like, awesome. Um, at the time, I was still on my college basketball team. I actually ended up quitting my senior year, which is crazy, but, yeah, that's kind of another story. But um, at the time, I was still on my basketball team, and so I was just like, ah, okay, like, how am I going to work this out with basketball and life, and yeah. all I'm going to do is one meeting a month, so I'm like, okay, okay, we'll start in November. And then, um, so I, I'm actually from Rockland County, New York. I go to school in the Bronx. Um, I was born in New Jersey, and I'm always in New Jersey. I'm just kind of all over. <laughs> so I was like, all right, where where do I want to start this group up? Um, yeah. Like, obviously, New York City would be awesome because <laughs> it's New York City. But I was like, nah, you know, I'm a Rockland girl. We drive everywhere. Like, maybe I'll just go in New Jersey and the, the city people, they could find their way across the bridge and, and I'll have my parking and it'll be great. <laughs> but I really felt like God was like, no, like, you need to take this leap of faith and have the single woman to be of New York City um, and just and trust me through it. And so that's how I got wrapped up. <laughs> I don't know if I should say wrapped up. I love it. Um, that's how I got into the single entity as a leader uh, for New York City. And it's definitely been an awesome experience. Like I said, when I started, it was maybe somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000 women. And now yeah. we're getting closer and closer to 4,000 women on Facebook. And we are literally international where we moved out of the United States, we have a chapter in Kenya, in London, and wow. we just got Trinidad and the Bahamas, and we are growing and growing, and it's so beautiful to see. And I got to throw this in. We are having our very first conference this August. Wow. Yeah, I'm so excited. Where, <laughs> very first conference in Chicago. Okay. And Real Talk Kim is going to be one of our speakers. Um, Dewan is going to be there, of course, and her mother who's, like, they're just an awesome mother-daughter, like, power team. Um, and we have, like, a whole bunch of other speakers getting added to the lineup as well. Um, Keyshorn Scott, I don't know if you follow him on social media. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He is going to be there. And we're still, like, adding speakers and, like, good stuff to the lineup. But, like, it's just going to be amazing. Um, the theme is Queens Arise. We're hoping to have women from all over the world. And it's going to be an awesome time of just fellowship and, like, girl power <laughs> and God most importantly and so I'm super excited and yeah um, if anybody is interested in joining the single women suite like totally recommend it um 
I guess we can post information about that. Um, yeah, where and would got, they go? Because I just joined the Facebook group. I think it was in the mm-hmm. last week. I haven't gotten to, like, dive, dive into it. But I have to say, all the women there, like, there's a gorgeous energy inside that group. Like, yeah. it's just oh, a gorgeous energy. So, like, it's what's like, the best way? Me. It's just amazing. Like, it's Instagram the hub, or would you say Facebook? Or, like, what's the best way for people to look up to see where there's a chapter where they are? Um, okay, so face, the Facebook group is definitely the place to be because that's everybody all together and we keep you up to date with the meetings and um, the events and we have prayer calls and if you want to post about whatever or you need prayer or just whatever's going on, like Facebook is definitely the place for that. But if you're not on Facebook, we do have um, Instagram. So we have our single woman suite official Instagram. And then, like I said, definitely follow Dewana because her page is awesome. So that's Dewana Loves Purity. And then the single woman suite official is literally that, the single woman suite official. And then I think through the single woman suite official, you can find all the other chapters um, through that. I know some of the chapters are a little bit more active than others on Instagram, but for the most part, we're all on there, and we all do post, and you can reach out to us on there. Yeah. Definitely come to the conference, too. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. I think the group is a single woman suite on Facebook. I have to say, like, it's just, it's such a positive, positive place. It really is. For real. It is. (laughs) I love it. Like, I just, I love the women that I work with in there, and the the women that I meet every day, like my sisters, my single woman sweet sisters, like I'm so thankful for them, for sure. So I do um, sort of taking a little side trip, but I do small things throughout the day. Um, and I think this sort of aligns with a little bit with your self care and self love that we talked about earlier and centering yourself. So. I do things a little bit differently, like drinking water out of a wine glass may not be everyone's cup of tea, but I do stuff like that, or picking my goals the night before for the next day. Are there any, like, life hacks that you do or little tips you do to make life simpler and just easier, more beautiful, and just to encourage it to flow? Hmm. <laughs> it's so funny that you're asking me these questions about routine, because I feel like a mess right now. <laughs> but, um... I don't know. I mean, let's see. To make life easier, life hacks. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. I probably do have something, but <laughs> no. Actually, I, I think that I think it's good though because you know maybe it's it's fine too not to have it so structured. You know what I mean? Because I can hear your peace and your joyfulness through this conversation, you know? So I think like, you're in a lesson of stuff. You are about to graduate and you still have this peace and joy. You know? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Structure. So I, said, I think it says a lot about you. Um, I think I think I'm, was, I'm, no, sorry. go ahead, Gorgeous. I think I've lost it a little bit over uh, the years because, <laughs> like, um, I've always, I mean, I do have a heart for organization for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Like in middle school, I got, I've always been a big advocate for a whiteboard. Like maybe that is yeah. <laughs> I definitely love a good whiteboard. Um, in middle school, yeah. I got a magnetic whiteboard and I would cut up magnetic business cards and I printed out all of my specials and 
for the day, like gym and art and band um, oh. from Microsoft Word with clip art. And I cut each one out yeah. and I glued it onto a magnet. And so I had like my own like magnet to tell me like what my schedule is for the day. And then same as I got into college, I actually got rid of the whole planner thing. And that's when I really uh-huh. like went full, like full blown whiteboard girl. <laughs> but then I guess oh, college is, Oh my gosh, love whiteboards. <laughs> it's so important to like write out what you need to do or what you want to see in your life. I'm all for writing things out. So yeah, but like college, um, as a nursing major, like in the beginning, it's so intense. And in the middle, you're like dying. <laughs> and then towards the end, it lightens up. And so that's yeah. kind of the reason why I've lost a little bit of my routine because I've gotten like a little bit more freedom. But I'm definitely mm-hmm. getting ready to like revamp and like reboot and <laughs> reset um, and probably get some more structure back in my life. But yeah, whiteboards for sure. And like I said, writing is super important. So I'm also a big advocate for journaling. Um, uh-huh. Maybe that's a life hack too because I think if more people journaled, like it would be so much better because. Um, for me, the two big things with journaling are, like, whenever I have any emotions that, like, don't need to be posted, <laughs> whether yeah. it's, like, I'm hurting or I'm angry or I'm sad, like, the world doesn't need to know that, but my journal can know that, and yeah. so I think it's a good place for that, because you look a little crazy when you're posting every time you're mad or you're petty on social media, like, that's that's not good. <laughs> so, um <laughs> Definitely yeah. love journaling for that. And also, um, just to see how far you've come and, and your journey and the things that you're learning. So I guess I'm all for writing stuff down and your vision. I have, oh my gosh, my journal has everything <laughs> from I'm mad today because da 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 or yeah. <laughs> like this is what I want for my life. Like this is what I want to do with my life. This is my purpose. This is what I want in a man. These are my core values to like whatever. Like it's just all in there and so I that the whiteboard and the journal kind of two things that go hand in hand like those are my life hacks <laughs> I love it I that's wow to be completely transparent I think maybe I've been like running away from some of my feelings because I haven't been journaling so after listening to you I think I just might go to Barnes and Nobles and buy myself a gorgeous journal tonight <laughs> like I, I love uh, that boy you know <laughs> me and my mom or my mother and I would be grammatically correct my mother and I <laughs> We are all for, like, Marshalls and TJ Maxx, and they always have, like, a bunch of cute journals. Oh, and I don't spend more than, like, $5 on one. <laughs> and five below, it, too. I don't know if they point. have that where you're at, but, yeah, like, I yeah, don't spend more than no, $5 on my there's, journal. There's and so important, like, so helpful for sure. So definitely start journaling. <laughs> yeah, Yay. goodness, I need to do that. What would you tell your 11-year-old self? And then on the other side of things, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? So you had emailed me that question. So, like, (laughs) I I was, like, I was looking at it, and I was, like, okay, 11, like, what year was that? Like, where was I in life? What was I doing? (laughs) I know, it's a deep question. Yeah, and then the other funny part is, like, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? I think I'll talk about that first because I'm 21 now. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that was the easy one. And so I'm just all about trying new things and exploring and traveling and like learning and growing every day. Whether it's like a giant leap of growth or self exploration or if it's just a baby step. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now and so that's my advice to myself. (laughs) Keep 
keep living life right now every day yeah um as for my 11 year old self so I did the math and I was like okay what year was that (laughs) it was like 2007 2008 and I was still in middle school and my advice to my 11 year old self would be to just embrace your own beauty because growing up I was always in private school and I was like well in middle school I was the only black girl in my class in high school I was one out of three and that kind of had some insecurities along with it because um when I was with the quote-unquote white girls I was like oh um my hair like <laughs> oh my gosh I have to talk about the hair thing because I'm still I'm just making peace with my hair now it was funny because we talked about that before but um like yeah. when I would put my hair in a ponytail or a bun, like they would come to me and they'd be like, "Oh, your hair is so cute! It's so little. Oh yeah, and I was just, <laughs> yeah. I was I just know like, exactly um, what talking about. I don't want my yeah. hair to be cute or little." And so for the longest, I was afraid to wear my hair up. Um, uh, yeah. In elementary school, like if my mom did not braid my hair, I would cry. <laughs> And now that I'm older, I love, like, I'll, I'll wear my hair up. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it is what it is. Sometimes it has to be up. It's just easier. And um, like I told you before, I just actually put relaxer back in my hair today. <laughs> but I yeah. always relaxed my hair, like, once or twice um, all throughout seven, 2017 because I was doing a whole bunch of protective styles, which are uh-huh. awesome. And so I had a lot of my natural hair back for, like, the first time in years because I relaxed my hair in fourth grade and I was loving like the big hair and the volume and and when I took the braids out the like wavy curly like I was loving it but back when back in middle school like I was not no I was not a fan I was not ready for that (laughs) and then I know like it took me some time to make peace with my body because yeah I wasn't as I had a different build than these girls like I was not as quote-unquote skinny as them like my thighs are just always bigger than theirs and like I that bothered me a little bit but my mom played a big part in me making peace with my body because she would always tell me well you know people pay for what you got (laughs) and so now I'm like you know I love every curve on my body whether it's my hips or my back fat (laughs) like I love it all yeah um yeah yeah so just and to this day like that's the same. Like, especially now, I love, like, every shade of brown on my body from, like, my hair to my skin to my eyes. And not even being conceited. Like, I just, I'm, I've made, like, oh, peace with myself you. that, yeah, like, I definitely didn't have that back in middle school. So I would just encourage my middle school self, my 11-year-old self to, like, love who you are. Don't worry about anybody yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. And actually, two two more questions. So, a lot of fitness, you know, was designed by men. Like, some of the most popular trainers are men. Some of the pro- pop- <laughs> a lot of the protocols are <laughs> designed by men. What would you, you mentioned working out earlier, what would you think fitness would be like if, or what would your view of fitness be like if it had more femininity? Like, let's say if um, Eva Longoria, Halle Berry, and Beyonce were the founding mothers of fitness instead, what do you think it would look like? It was so funny that you said those names because I was like, okay, yeah. when I think about those women, they're like super sexy. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe we'd like, I don't know, maybe we'd be a little bit more sexy, which is not a bad thing at all. But um, I think if we had more females like in fitness, which we do now today, like Matthew Arias, 
love her. Oh, I love like, her. Like, I, yeah, I love her. Like, there's social media. That's one of the perks of it. Um, is this just this awareness? So there's definitely yeah. like a bunch of amazing women in fitness now. But I think if we had women in fitness earlier, um, I think more women would be into like uh, different styles of fitness. It's like weightlifting. I feel like as a woman, like we don't like to do that because there's this like misconception that like, oh, if I lift weights too much and I'll lose my curves, I'll become like boxy or I'll look like a man. But like that's yeah. totally not true. Like lifting weights yeah. is, is great for like toning out, which we all want to be toned. Well, not you know most of us want to be toned. So I think that if if more women were like the founding, I'll say founding females because that's founding female founding that. if we had more founding females in fitness I think that that would definitely help us as women we'd be more into it and and trying more styles and all that kind of good stuff but honestly like you telling me about um that men were like most of the ones who made most of the fitness stuff like that was something new to me because I didn't know that but yeah <laughs> yeah also with the names you said before I think there'd be a little bit more dancing and like I don't know yeah. maybe some more twerking up in fitness <laughs> when I think Beyonce hey, you know like, what right it's, it wouldn't be half bad I have a so I have a pole in my room I there's a whole different element when you introduce pole fitness that's for sure yeah. oh my gosh I want to try that <laughs> and my mom my mom's actually a Zumba instructor and like I, I love Zumba so I just love it <laughs> that's that's awesome what does femininity mean to you this is a great question which I definitely was like what what does it mean like especially in this day and age of like woman empowerment and like yeah the future is female and like all this kind of and um girl power like especially we see that a lot now and I feel like there's definitely different different definitions to it and like some you're like mm, that's a little extreme and some you're like yes <laughs> yeah but, um when I thought of femininity I I think it's embracing everything that is like being a woman and being like I don't want to say girly because I think you can still be feminine without being like over the top like girly I mean I yeah. I'm I love being girly like I love Putting on a pair of heels, I'm like putting on a dress, um, for sure. Like I, I could yeah. wear a dress every day in my life, honestly. It's, it's so funny because people are like, "Wow, you look so nice," and I'm just like, "Thanks, this is one piece of clothing." Like, <laughs> didn't take any effort. I know, isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> I feel the same yeah. way. Like, well, we all put on something in the morning, so it may as well be, be pretty. I don't know, just one thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I feel like I embracing those things that we can do like getting your hair done and getting your nails done and wearing a dress and heels and even if you're not super girly and you're still a tomboy but you still love being a girl like that's what it's about too and and when I thought about it I was like the fact that that we can have babies and like carry life like I think that's a big part of femininity too and just embracing all the special things that it is to be a woman that a man can't necessarily do or be I know honestly I had to be I have to be honest with you like I struggled a little bit with this question because I was like oh like I don't want to offend anybody in this day and age because you know hey like 
some of these makeup artists out here nowadays are dudes and like they're wearing the heels too yeah. but like I really hold to the traditional view of like how God created men and women and so I'm gonna say that heels and dresses and all that kind of stuff is like that's girl stuff and it's it's exciting like that's the great part about being a girl <laughs> traditionally <laughs> Where can we find you, gorgeous? Where, like, where can people follow you or follow Sing Woman Suite? How can we connect with you more? Hmm. <laughs> so I'm on Facebook, uh, Ginger Fitchett. It's my real name. I have no, I didn't grow up with some, some cool nickname. That's my Facebook name. <laughs> it's my real name. And then um, my Instagram, I just, you know, I'm a little sad because I just changed it not too long ago. So I was trying to be more professional and grown up because <laughs> um, I'm half Puerto Rican and I have such pride in being Puerto Rican. And so my old Instagram was Boricua Chica, but people are like, what? What does that mean? How do you say that? <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm growing up, like, I got to, and I definitely want to reach more people and I, I want to be able to connect with more people. So I, I, I did the whole name thing. It's not as fun. <laughs> but my Instagram is Ginger and Fit. I think, I don't know if I have to like, spell that out. So I'll say it one more time, Ginger and Fit, which is basically just my name. <laughs> I love it. Um, those are the two best ways. And um, you can actually access a single woman suite of New York through my my personal Instagram because it's in my bio. Okay. But single woman suite NY is my chapter of the single woman suite. Like I said before, there's single woman suite official on Instagram and then single woman suite on Facebook. So Whatever, like if you, whatever one you prefer, I'm sure I can find you from there. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you coming and just sharing your light this evening. It's been amazing. No problem. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. Like, this is so much fun. I love talking. And you're just a beautiful person, like, inside and out. So um, thank you for your time. Oh, sister friends always. <laughs> sister friends always. <laughs> Well, beautiful, thanks so much for, you know, coming to the table and chatting with Ginger and I today. Remember to not only make life beautiful, but to also be your own definition of beautiful. And I will chat with you later in next week's Chocolate Talk. Have a gorgeous day, my love. Hi, gorgeous. If any part of this podcast made you go, yes, girl, yes, girl, yes, <laughs> please rate this podcast and leave a review below. This is a sisterhood, and the more we support each other, the more we get to stand together. To test out more booty building workouts, get your free six-day booty transformation guide at bombshellbuttlift.com. And in the words of Coco Chanel, you can be gorgeous at 30, charming at 40, and irresistible for the rest of your life. Love you. Have a beautiful day.